0: Welcome to Your Cron, short for Your Chronicles. I'm your host, Scott Pitney. Your Cron is a podcast where we chronicle ordinary people and their extraordinary stories. We refer to ordinary people on this show as people who are non celebrities. Our goal is simple keep our audience entertained and occasionally perhaps even inspire, motivate, or educate while our guests build their audio legacy. At this unique opportunity. So let's get right to our next extraordinary story. Let's move on to Harvey. You guys came from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's not like you the didn't have experience, <laughs> experience with hurricanes. And just Briefly touch on what experience have you had with Hurricanes prior to Harvey?
1: Did, did, what well, I, I, well I, I personally lived through Andrew. I was the medical liaison for the city of Homestead during Andrew and ran 1992? all the medical clinics. 92 93. 93, okay. August of 1993, the 24th. Mm. So I did Andrew. I did uh, Wilma. I did Katrina. I did Ike in Houston. And then I did Harvey in Houston. Wow. i've done quite a few hurricanes
0: yeah that's that's a lot of experience
1: and and when you say
0: experience you mean uh in your work so now you're personally affected by harvey
1: yeah i think probably the closest in wilma in fort lauderdale um we lived on the on the on an island kind of like a little offshore island on the ocean side and we were affected, not that my house was devastated, there was like screen around the pool that was damaged and everything, but the interesting thing was I had to go stay at the hospital as a medical personnel during the hurricane. When I tried to go back home, um, they had curfews and things and they wouldn't let me get back home to my family at the time to make sure they were okay because we lived over the on the, on the peninsula over the intercoastal and they wouldn't let anybody go over the intercoastal. To get to those things, so it was like three days longer before I could get home to check on my family. Um, but again, my house wasn't devastated. You know, some screens, some trees, but nothing bad. Uh, but Harvey was probably the most significant.
0: So take us to August twenty-six, two thousand seventeen. Um, and what? Just let's start on that day. I believe that was a Friday.
2: It I don't. Was, know, I don't even remember what day August, of the week. Yes, August. Late August.
0: Okay, um, had you all, uh, had the both of you paid attention to the news? How in tune of with course. you to where, uh, to what we were dealing with so here I in the c- Houston area?
1: I can tell you, shame on me. For me personally, mm. living in Florida the majority of my life, my concept. Well, I'm used to Florida and the oceans and the hurricane and things like that. So my concept when they start talking about Harvey, living in Houston is, for God's sakes, these people are panicking and going crazy. We're like an hour from the ocean in Galveston. We're nowhere near the coast. This is crazy. Okay, we're gonna have some blown over, maybe some blown over trees, maybe a shingle here, there, and everywhere. But people get a grip. There's no reason to panic. We're over an hour from the ocean. You know, we're like on the inland. Why are you guys freaking out about this hurricane? They're buying water. They're buying food. I was making sure I had enough wine. I wasn't too I wasn't too worried, but I was like, again, people. We lived on we lived less than a half a mile from the beach in Fort Lauderdale when hurricanes came, and you know we had to board up our windows and make sure we had water and generators and our cars were protected. I was like, give me a break. We're like an hour and a half from the ocean. Get over it. Um. So so um. That probably was the biggest mistake I made, and and. It's easy to laugh about now. I wish I wouldn't have laughed about it then, but um, we were we were really sadly laughing at people that were panicking about it.
0: Now, might I might have had the date matched with the actual day wrong. I remember though, Sunday is when things it really did. got serious. So, um, I guess take take us through when you both felt this so, is more serious than I thought.
1: So so we heard so not being you we're not used to lakes and reservoirs and dams and stuff like that we just don't have them in florida so we really don't know what that meant so we remember people saying uh you know you could get a little bit of water and we were like okay you know let's let's play the game so so really to be quite honest we have a second story on our house we took we 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 had um our cat was already on the second floor. Our dog was mobile. We had a bird in a cage on the first floor, so we said we have a living room upstairs. Let's put Tutu the bird up there, um, and then we kind of left it at that. And then as things got closer, and they were like, and you know, there was raining, and we saw water gathering in our street and everything. We were like, okay, what? Are, you know, people are panicking this out, but we got to be sensible. So we had camping equipment. So we had a little refrigerator upstairs. We moved some drinks upstairs. We took, jokingly laughing the whole time, we took our our, our Coleman stove, and our lanterns, and our stuff upstairs, and some potato chips, and you know, crazy stuff, and said, okay, you know, this is crazy, but we can say we did what we were supposed to do. So, so that really, that's all we did, and it was like, okay, this is crazy. And then, you said Sunday night, it's kind of funny, so we're doing all this, and nothing's happening, we're watching the water, and we were arguing, is it really coming up, is it not coming up, this, that, and the other... And I have to tell you, Sunday night, probably at about 9 o'clock, we were sitting in our living room. And all of a sudden, we had a door to our garage that went out from the living room. And all of a sudden, water started pouring in it. I mean, pouring in it. Um, And I was sitting there kind of in disbelief, but like, okay, you know, this is just this and that. I have to be honest, Darren Darren stood there and started crying. He was like, oh my God, Our, our house there's water coming in and it's going to ruin everything we have. And I was like, oh, you know, okay. And stupid us trying to put little towels in front of the door and everything. Well, that lasted like about 10 minutes. And it just started filling and filling and filling. And we were like, oh, my God, so this is like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. I said, well, you know, okay, we may get an inch or two of water. This is terrible. It's horrible. Let's go upstairs. We'll see what happens. And so we went upstairs. um, And I'm a better sleeper than Darren. He's a very light sleeper. He gets up all night and is very in tune to things. And so, you know, long story short, in the course of the night we went, you know, the next morning you wake up and it's a work morning and you go downstairs and there's like two feet of water. I mean, our furniture's floating, we, we're we wine collectors, we had wine bottles floating in the water. Um, you know, I mean, it was just crazy. I was like, oh my God, what in the world? I've never seen anything like this and we've lived on the beach. So I'm, you know, texting work saying, obviously, sorry, I can't come in, you know. You know we saw water like up to our door but and it was kind of scary over the course um to make a long story short over the course of the next 24 36 hours the water continued to rise it got up to about five or six feet everything in our first floor was up to like our chest Mm -hmm. so it's like five feet no it wasn't well i thought you said it was up to our nipples to our chest no i'll tell a story after you tell yours okay i'm done go ahead tell it because i because to me when i walk down but i'm shorter so when I walked down, it was like up to... right almost at my nipples, no, like at my stomach line. No,
2: no, 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 It never got up that high. Okay. I don't know what you're thinking, but... Okay. I can go. Details. Details. No, the water never got up that high. In fact, if you think about the grand piano, it just... Well, that's true. ...reached under the soundboard, never got to the soundboard. Um, I don't... I, I think where he's getting that from is because when I went back to rescue Tittle... That was a couple of weeks after the initial incident um, my little boots. Um, I had to go back with the army and I was on their truck which was huge and when I stepped down off the ladder I was in the water up to my nipples
0: okay uh, go, go back to where the you were rescued by the army and how did it all? When did that happen? How did that play out, being rescued by the army?
2: Well, first of all, we weren't rescued by the army. Mm. We were rescued by boat, by an individual who came with their boat to to help us get out.
0: And having heard the story before, I think I remembered there were a couple of offers to be rescued that you said, no, we're okay, but maybe this time uh, you accepted the offer is that correct
2: well what happened was simply the fact that the the water kept rising the day of mm. and you remember that yes yeah. you were like trying to help us get out of there right but we couldn't get out at that point the water had risen to the point where you couldn't even get out people yeah. were trying to get out by foot mm. So, and we were asking them, where are you guys going? And they said, we're trying to get to the rec center. It's like, that's even belo- further below. And so, um, uh, there were people trying to get out of there at that time. And then, um, once the water started coming in through the house, it was like, I just give up. What do you yeah. do now? So at that point people were trying to come in by boat to get people and it had gotten dark and uh, we had put stuff upstairs because we knew we had it upstairs and so there was a, a boat that came up after dark to our place and say well we can take you out of here but they didn't know where they would place us mm. and then there were shelters and other stuff like that and it's like well we'll just stay here tonight. We have upstairs. Mm. And so that's what we did. And so the next morning, and by that point, you have to understand, the water was minimal in the house that particular evening. By the next morning, it was two feet or more inside the house. I went down, actually, and I walked through it. I went into the kitchen for I, I can't medicine or something. And Trudged my way back and went back upstairs, and it's like, um, I think we were in denial, to yeah. some respect, because I'm like, you know, I I want to take a showering and, and you know do my thing,
1: and Bob had Zillow, was it Zillow, the app? Some weird, no Zillow's real estate, but it was some weird walkie-talkie app where you could talk to people. Yeah, whatever that was.
2: Anyway, um, so I was trying to you know get myself together, if you will. And Bob says, you know, I don't mean to alarm you, Darren, but they're, this was the following day. Mm. But he says they're talking about the levees breaching. And I was like, mm, we need to get out of here.
1: See that stop sign?
0: Bob's showing me a picture. and It's almost a, to the top of the stop tri- sign. Which is with a stop sign, water almost if, to the if top. you of, measure
1: most stop signs, they're five to six feet tall. Five to six feet, yeah. So there's the water. Yeah. But if you buy your house, but if you, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Understand, Bob. I'm just saying where the water was. At the stop sign. I'm not, It was deep. The fact. Can we deep. agree?
0: Can we agree it was deep? Yeah, it look was it. deep.
2: But the fact of the matter is, is we were on an elevated place, so art we only had a little over two feet inside. The fact of the matter is it's very deep. So anyway, so. Um, so we found the first boat that we could of course to get us out of there which we did um, the following day and um, it was a couple weeks after the fact that i was able to go back and rescue tittle the cat that was upstairs and even then the army trucks took us back there after water had you know recited some um and the army trucks are huge but even at that point when I that I think that's where you're getting that whole thing Bob when I stepped off that truck because I went back there on my own, I was in water up to my nipples my chest and I had to trudge
1: my way through it up to the house. The cat
2: lived two weeks though uh,
1: yeah we, we put like t- 10 bo- 10 bowls of water and 20 pounds of food and two litter boxes and you know cats are pretty resilient they're pretty autonomous. Of food.
2: Well, non live. There wasn't 20 pounds of food.
0: <laughs> 20, our 10,
1: discussion, Our discussion five. earlier. Yeah. You, see,
2: you see how we exaggerate some of us 20 pounds of food.
1: There was a 20-pound bag of food, and I opened the top and left it, it there, so she could get
2: it. They don't sell it in 20-pound bags. Cat food, no. You're Drink some more.
0: <laughs> what, do you, what are your takeaways from Harvey just was there any epiphany life-changing
1: kind of I, I think for us for me personally it's been like i said i i had the facade being in a new area of thinking we weren't right on the beach and by the ocean there wasn't so much to worry i had no concept of reservoirs and dams and and things like that that i needed to take into consideration so again so i had a false sense of you know we're too far from the ocean it's no big deal so I think it's just be more aware of um, you know your surroundings and, and, and not just the obvious but again this was they quote say the hundred year flood okay what is it they say that could happen once in a lifetime because now we really truly have lived yes it can yeah um, you know I, I had a false sense of security because it's just an area that i'm unfamiliar with i lived through so many hurricanes and it was no big deal it was some fences and some this and that um you know because in florida we left we not rightfully so we laugh about hurricanes and say have a hurricane party go out on the pier and look and see watch it come in uh you know everybody get together and make sure you have candles and and enough beer and wine and vodka and you know know, know, it'll be it'll be what it'll be (laughs) and um and so um i think it's um you know I, i think now I would think more about what is the, the potential and even the couldn't happen in a hundred year.
2: How about you, Darren? Yeah. Well, my, my whole concept is going to be completely different. First about? of all, there was a lot of issues as far as emotionally and everything. Because, first of all, going back to, to my Fort Worth, there was no reason for us to move to begin with. Um, so it was his thing. So we moved to, I'm just saying, you asked me the question, I'm being honest. Yeah. So we moved to Florida. There was no reason to move to Florida, but we moved to Florida. And so, and after all that hype, we, and only to have to move again. And then we moved to Houston. And I'm like, of all places, why in the world,
1: Houston? And I'm like, anyway, and what what was the reason for me? I, I think because the it's his because job. I think it's because I'm a career and a corporate career person, which is not the atmosphere that Darren's well, I'm used talking, to. I'm talking. So I'm talking. He just looked at me and said, "Why?" But I'm trying to finish. Okay. Okay. So,
2: career and corporate. You were with Tenant for twenty years.
1: Why mm. would you leave Tenant? Because a good friend of mine, Johanna, was with tenant for twenty three years and they just laid her off and I saw the writing on the wall. And because I wanted and because I got a fifty thousand dollar year increase in pay for four years and I thought it was a career advancement. Well it wasn't it wasn't and so that hindsight, twenty twenty, but I was trying to I was expanding my knowledge and my career in the corporate world and because of that experience, even though it turned didn't turn out good, I got the position I got now, which is paying you know the Two same. plus six figures. It's the same. It is, but I'm getting bonuses, and and so you know, in a corporate healthcare world, it's very different than being an entrepreneur. Anyway,
2: the point is, okay, um,
1: there was no reason. There was no reason to move initially. We could have been initially, but we could have been living there a year ago and I could be laid off and have no job, and there was an opportunity for me to have a job, so I jumped on the opportunity before I was laid off and didn't have a job. But
2: even still, there was no reason to move, is my point. But we did, and then things didn't work out in Florida, which after selling me on it and getting to that point, um, and leaving everything behind that I left behind, then we moved Again, to Houston, of all places. And then Harvey hit. And I'm like, you know, so you're asking my opinion about, you know, this whole experience? I am. Well, it's not fond. I'm just being honest. Do you want to be back in For- or uh, Dallas? I would love to have been back in Dallas if that was a choice that would have been given to me. Um, because that's where I worked. That's where I had my... Connection to friends and all of the stuff that I did, um, I pretty much gave up all of that.
0: And Bob, what is your counter to that?
1: Not, not other than Florida was my life, Florida was my life, and, and so I took us on a path. In my perception, which may may have been wrong, I'll be enough to say, I took us on a path that could get us you know, two plus six figures, which I thought was important for the long-term ability for us to be happy and be safe. And when one or the other, something happens to one or the other, that we could be okay. And so I probably, the greedy, typical American, I went more for what I thought was long-term financially important versus um, comfort. I mean, I'm not saying that's a right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. I mean, there's there's, there's pros and cons to both, and there's, there's reasons why both should be more important than the other, and I'll totally be the first to admit that. Um, again, being older, I worry about, you know, what would happen when something happens to me or if I should leave first. So my goal has always been make the most you but, can make for you. your Social Security and for what have you and go that, but that, that again, not a right or wrong. That's, just where I, that's the way I was raised and that's where I go, is worry about what happens after you and, and, and what can you do to make that the best scenario. That doesn't make sense, though. Okay. I didn't say it was didn't a say, right or No, wrong. what
2: I mean is going back in so far as the whole move. And I told you that to begin with.
1: I, okay.
2: It didn't Again, make it's a sense. difference. Only to get there and then have to move here.
1: It, it, of all you places. know, there, there's people that I well, to Believe me, Houston isn't my favorite place. But again, and if I had to move again for a corporate opportunity for the right money, I would do that.
2: Do, do I need to take her? Is she okay? Oh, she's fine. Okay. A little bit. sitting so next to me. She's in it. Well, and so, in so, in some respects, and I guess it's all being candid at this point. In some respects, it's very one-sided.
1: Is it? Is no, it just good.
2: about the money?
1: Um, well it's just the way I was brought up you think about about money, you think about the future you think about when you're gone, taking care of the people you love and them being safe and them being okay and providing for them and so you do that paying the maximum you can into social security and things like that so they have that to take care of so yeah, it's just
2: are you warm? yes, It's getting kind of humid. anyway, um, the
1: plus again, uh, you know professionally hey, professionally it may have been you know not what Darren wanted in mind but I think no, personally I think personally as no. far as diversity cultural wise meeting people feeling more comfortable with yourself doing things like that I'm not saying it was a change in night and day but I think it, it, it enlightened some things and enriched both of our lives
2: Darren yes sir it sounds like you wanted to have more say in it of course, but I never felt like I could. Um, and I, I, I well, of course, I never felt like I could. Um, so, expound on that because I, I, I will absolutely talk about it. Because, first of all, you have to understand I left everything. That I had um, my work. I was very active, and I was working all the time, and I was happy. In so far as the fact that I was, um, I, I was single. I was on my own. I was doing. I was doing a great job. Um, worked three jobs. And I was great. And it's like, well, why do you want to take me away from that? Um, which I felt... I feel like, and I don't want this to end up being, like, ending on a negative note, because I don't think it should, but it's like... Um, well, we're going to end with Bob's medical... Three medical... Oh, funny PR stuff. <laughs> or
1: we can do that as another podcast. Yeah, I know. No.
2: no but by, the, finish your thought. No, Boys. my point is, is i I, I have left a lot of my... And Bob would be lying to say otherwise because I absolutely have uh, my all of my work everything that I had worked so hard toward and um, felt like I was on a career path in pursuing and getting better and I had, was saving money and I was doing I was on a good you know a, a path that was good for me if you will and um, and, of course, I'm very open-minded to a lot of things, and which Bob isn't. And so that was another thing, too. I don't know how this dynamic happened um, to bring us 10 years plus. I don't know, but it has. And so I think there's a, a, a level of compromise, which... Um, it should be 50-50, but I think it's more like 90-10. <laughs> Honest to God. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's tough. So, so, unrightfully so, probably me. Un, unrightfully? Unrightfully so, probably. Or like rightfully? I said, I'm, be- I'm very, and I'm not saying it's the right thing. It may be a negative thing. I'm very financially stabor- stability-driven. So, um, you know, when I looked at the two sides of the story... And where I could make sure that, again, lifelong after I'm long and gone, because I'm older, so I always think I'm going to go first, but who knows? But that's my concept, just because I'm older. When I look at 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 um, years of income at forty and fifty thousand dollars a year, and years of income at two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars a year, I felt we should go towards the direction of the two to three hundred thousand dollars a year, because that would ensure that I could rest in peace, knowing. Whomever I left behind, or the situation that I left, could be taken care of. It could be okay. Again, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm I, you know, finance sometimes can get you in more trouble than others. But I chose the direction to go with two or three hundred thousand dollars versus forty or fifty because I want to make sure he's taken care of. Because I think I'm older and have more medical issues, and will go before he goes. It wasn't not it a negative. Be, but I like said
2: two-sided. It shouldn't be just one-sided ever. It should always be two-sided, and I think that. Um,
1: you know I have compromised oh no there's no question I'm not, like I said negative or positive I think I went more financial thinking I'm, I'm being older I'm more worried about going first and the way I was brought up is whoever you're you know you're part of you make sure they're taken care of after you're gone so that's just the way I was brought up like I said that, that could be a positive or a negative I'm not saying that's right or wrong that's the way I was brought up and that's the only way I knew how to behave and how to do it, and so, so I always went with the money, paying the maximum into Social Security, having the best of benefits, being able to pay for life insurance, and being able to travel and have life experiences. I had all that because stuff I'm too. Gonna go, okay.
2: I didn't make two hundred thousand dollars a year, but I certainly was paying, paying my bills and saving money. No, there's
1: no, no. I always say I'm, I'm looking after death. Social Security, paying the max into Social Security, and having something so somebody can benefit from that so. post death. So which and I think, gonna sure? for, I think I'm going to die. I think I'm going to die first. Well, Lord. You Lord. swear? You swear I'm not, but I think I am. But Lord, who knows? Lord, who Lord, knows?
0: Let, let, let's do this. Um, we're, we're all low on drinks. It's getting warm in here. We turn off the AC because it would have overtaken the uh, the audio. So um, let's, uh, let's 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 do some fun, crazy yeah.
1: medical stories next. Well,
0: yeah. Let, but I think you're right, Bob. Let's do that in a separate podcast. And yeah, this has been.
1: Phenomenal. The truth of the matter is, ten plus years, very happy. <laughs> opposites attract. We we thrive on each other's differences, and that's what keeps us going.
0: I just I wish there was, there was a camera. And, and why do you say you wish there was a camera, Darren?
2: Because that we would capture a whole
0: different. <laughs> Darren's facial expressions
2: were. Mine re- are smiling. Of course, that's that's clear choice what do you expect
1: a perfect closing <laughs> example of why we get along we we have a blast teasing each other okay well and um, I
2: can find my thing <laughs> let's uh,
0: let's uh thank you on that there let's let let's wrap up uh, with um, a question I like to ask at the end of, of every podcast yep. and uh We'll start with uh, Darren's answer first, if we could. Mine. Yeah. Um, let's imagine a hundred years from now, three, four generations are, are, of your family are listening in some audio form of this uh, recording. What message, maybe a life lesson or just something that they can take away from this recording? you want them to to know about you or just about life in general?
2: First of all, I would say um, the joy is in the journey insofar as life goes, because it is. There's a lot of ups and downs, there's valleys and there's mountains, but the joy is in the journey. But I would say above everything else, just be true to yourself.
1: I I agree 100% with what they said. Be true to yourself. Um, It's a very difficult thing. Um, I would say, listen to what I have to say. Look at my life as a joyous trip and learn from my mistakes um, and be able to be more true to yourself than you are to others and and make each day count um, for you more than. Worrying about making it count for others and, and I don't think I've been the most successful in that but I think that's what I would advise anybody else
0: and for our next podcast as far as ER stories can you just give us a maybe one or two sentence teaser of some of those uh, maybe subjects of those uh stories. I'll ask you, gonna... I'll ask you two questions. And okay. So
1: one you can't honestly answer, but it's a funny question. Sure. In the meantime. Sure. Have you ever had a potato in your vagina? No. Have you ever? <laughs> I've had never any... had a vagina. Okay. There you go. Have you ever had a snake in your bladder? Uh, not to my knowledge. Stay tuned. Excellent.
0: Guys, thank you so much for being here. That'll <laughs> <Bow, bow, bow, laughs> teach you to talk. That's one hell of Hey, everybody, Scott here to take another 60 seconds to talk about a sponsor I'm very excited to have to Eurocron Suburban Buzz. Suburban Buzz takes the sting out of your marketing costs. Get your business buzzing with web development, graphic design, social media, digital marketing, advertising, and publishing services, all from Suburban Buzz. Visit suburbanbuzz.com for more information. Now, the owner, Holly Scherbisick, didn't ask me to read this part. I've used Holly's great services for many years. And I gotta say, when you're a small business like me and many of you, you need that excellent service. You need those quick answers and quick responses. That's what you get from Holly. That's what you get from Suburban Buzz. So check them out, suburbanbuzz.com.